Hello everyone and welcome back to the hashtag Grounded and Glam Modern Mystics and Motherhood Podcast. My name is Erin the Urban Mermaid and I'm a mother in a fifth dimensional soul guide helping those on their awakening, healing, and spiritual journeys reconnect to their inner light and transcend consciousness to the fifth dimension so they may rise as self-healers and modern mystics who are the leaders of the new earth. I facilitate this through Sacred Esoterica. I am a psychic medium, tarot reader, Usui Reiki master, practicing astrologer for many years, advanced data healing practitioner, and a writer. I also incorporate my own ancient wisdom given to me and holistic healing. For more information on this, you can check out my movement, Empress Ascension. The first group of founding members has just launched, or you can join my Grounded and Glam monthly membership. I write weekly horoscopes and astro blogs for fireandlux.com, and I also have a YouTube channel that hosts my podcast interviews and Zodiac Sun Goddess readings. For more information, you can peep my website, www.erintheurbanmermaid.com, or find me on Instagram, at erintheurbanmermaid. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. If you guys have been following along on my Instagram or you're on my email list, you know I launched my movement Empress Ascension about a month or so ago. And today I want to get into the gift of Empress Energy and how and why it was gifted to me and why I chose to create a whole damn movement around it. Okay, so for far, far too long, our society has been conditioned to the shadows of masculine energy. We are known as a patriarchal society, run by men or male energy. We have been taught that the divine feminine is inherently weaker and therefore cannot survive or thrive. I will go as far as saying the feminist movement itself has been completely misconstrued. But let's begin at the beginning, shall we? Our minds have been molded and conditioned by the shadows of the masculine. When our souls are in harmony, There is a beautiful balance or weaving of the divine masculine and the divine feminine, much like the yin and yang symbol. Shadows of the masculine energy are not to be confused with divine masculine energy. Shadows of the masculine thrives and breeds in the ego. So this looks like unhealthy competition, need for control, always being right, combative, fighting, arguing, not listening, power-hungry, money-driven, money-motivated, flashy, pretentious, bragging, the need to be validated by others, hot-headed, hustling, shit-talking. You know, the list goes on and on. But you know what? None of this is sustainable. This is why as a collective and as a society, we are crumbling And we are having a major tower moment. I I refer to tower moments a lot. This is a um, tarot card reference from the Major Arcana, the tower card, which is a very necessary crash, burn, and rebuild. Um, These times of the shadows controlling us are over. And we are exiting the age of Pisces, which was the lies and the deceit where we had been mind controlled. We're exiting this and it is time for us to bring back the divine feminine and this is integrating empress energy, something I was gifted in both my business and personal life, but the world will be gifted this too. 
to rise and truly enter the age of Aquarius. Before I get into the divine feminine and empress energy, I first want to talk about the divine masculine or healed masculine energy because this is an exit of toxic masculinity. Kind of a buzzword, kind of something that's been thrown around um, in both ways actually, um, using, using it properly and using it in a different way as well. Um, this is true strength, which is backed by heart-centric compassion. This is protecting your family, being a leader, listening to others. If I were to best describe divine masculine energy in my own words or how I view it, I would combine combined all the kings in the tarot deck with their special elements and gifts. So the king of swords is an intellectual with a good head on his shoulders who speaks eloquently and listens wholeheartedly. The king of wands, who is passionate, takes inspired action and has a clear vision. The king of cups, who is emotionally stable, emotionally mature and discerned, who owns his emotions but does not drown in them and comes from unconditional love. And finally, the king of pentacles, who is financially stable, the head of the house and a boss. I would be able to weave all of the four of these qualities together and that would be my idea of the perfect divine masculine. The lacking of divine feminine energy has left us all starved. But this is something we could call back in and embody. In fact, it is essential on our ascension, spiritual, and healing journeys. The divine feminine is about unconditional love, compassion, grace, forgiving, nurturing, giving, motherhood, fertility, creation, and you can use that both literally and figuratively, connection to Mama Gaia, the life giver, abundance, ease, flowing, light, and intuition. This is feeling. I'm going to hit you guys with two different quotes today that really struck me, but this one goes with the divine feminine and feeling. I don't have a um, author of this quote, but women are emotional in order to feel the divine energy at the highest levels and be supreme healers and lovers and mothers. Not to drive men insane. Her deep spiritual connection to feelings is to inspire a man to his spiritual heights as well. She is not a nag. She is an oracle. I really feel that that quote beautifully embodied um, the woman and her emotions and feelings for what a man needs to see. Um, But I also hope that in that little list that I gave you of divine feminine qualities that something struck you. And it was a realization of this disconnect to this part of yourself. I'd also like to add that this disconnect isn't truly your fault. You were programmed to it. Can you think of any movie, TV show, song, school course, anything that you experienced growing up, especially in the mainstream, that supported this? I can't. Mothers themselves aren't even supported properly. Most are expected to go back to work. 12 weeks, which is the most I've ever heard in any of the states, at partial pay 
for maternity leave is not nearly long enough for family bonding time or bonding time with the baby or to learn how to be a mother. They are also expected to keep a house and be a partner with no outside help. I've also seen many states not offer proper support with breastfeeding because formula is just easier. And as someone who was born and raised in New York City, I can also tell you that things like doulas, midwives, chiropractors, the fourth fourth trimester, being a nature lover, you're deemed a hippy-dippy or crunchy, and you don't fit into a certain Western lifestyle. A few months ago, I was gifted Empress Energy which is an essence of the divine feminine. As I mentioned, being a New Yorker and growing up in that kind of lifestyle really conditioned me. And then I moved to San Diego and I would say many parts of uh, SoCal really embody a faux sense of crunchy and green. It's, It's really all just on a surface level. And although I've spent so much time peeling back the layers, something imperative was missing. And even though I've been a mother for four and a half years, I sincerely lacked the divine feminine. I have a birth chart, which is my soul's blueprint. All of us do. We all have this. It's all of our soul's blueprint. Full of fiery Sagittarius, Scorpio, which is the most fiery and the masculine of water signs, and a Capricorn rising. You know, Capricorn is Saturn. Saturn is the father. It is motivated. It is ambitious. It is a leader. My Virgo moon which is a divine feminine zodiac sign, was so repressed. Virgo is the virgin. As was my north node, Taurus in the fourth house. Your north node is what you are meant to lean into and embody this life. Taurus is Venusian energy, which is the empress. And the fourth house is ruled by cancer and the moon. And this is the divine mother. This was my destiny. But the energy... That was actually my higher calling, my gift to this world, lie in Libra. And that my own personal empress integration was a beautiful weave of the ancient wisdom of Sagittarius and the divine feminine compassion, grace, harmony, balance, beauty, and chicness of Libra. And symmetry, and my dad that. When I started to lean more into this, a grand shift happened and I knew my movement had to embody this to show the world it was lacking heart-centric healing. Empress integration is asking us to allow, to trust our intuition and our feelings, to nurture ourselves as we do others, to nurture our relationships, children, and mother earth, to reconnect back to our prana. This is our vitality our inner light that has been dimmed for so long, to honor our cycles, emotions, phases, and energy, to show ourselves compassion and grace, and to hold space for others in that way too. I'm going to leave you guys with another quote which I once read and I thought was beautiful. And this is where I believe feminism or the movement around feminism really did get misconstrued. Again, I don't know the source of the quote, but um, it's something like, it's not a woman's job to be everything a man can be or do everything a man can do. It is the woman's job to do everything and be everything a man cannot be. All right, everyone. I want to thank you for tuning into this episode. 
a little quick solo episode. Um, and I want to remind you, I'm going to be launching my sophomore class to my movement, Empress Ascension, in which this energy is integrated in and shows you how to integrate it into your life. Um, it's for those on a spiritual healing and ascension journey who are ready to transcend consciousness, um, accept personal responsibility uh, and accountability, and to rise as leaders of the new earth who are the self-healers and modern mystics. If you'd like a little more information on the movement itself, you can go to the Empress Ascension tab on my website, www.erintheurbanmermaid.com. Take what you need from this. Sending you guys so much love.